What's up? Coming at you. Unmedicated. This is the first time I've talked to you. I haven't talked to you in days. Uneducated, uninhibited, <laughs> and uh, unregulated online. Evan, what's going on, man? Not much. I just had some fire poke. I'm a poke guy now. A poke, like the uh, the raw fish bowl thing. Mm-hmm. Lazy sushi. Eh. Eh, lazy sushi. Eh, I'm good. Nah, you can, I'm, I'm fine with that. So good. What did you have for dinner uh, tonight, Matt? What did I have for dinner tonight? Um, it is 9 p.m. I legitimately cannot remember what I had for dinner tonight. Oh, oh, we uh, Tuesdays. I'm usually um, not interested in cooking. I usually cook every Monday, most Wednesdays, but on Tuesdays I just don't have it. So we just ordered yeah. Chipotle. Had it delivered. Nice. It was awesome. There you yeah, go. Really solid. I um, I got back from a trip last night, and I leave on another one tomorrow, so I don't have any food, and I'm not going to go get food. So today on my walk, I went to Chick Fil A, and I had lunch there, and then I yep. bought a second sandwich Standard. for my fanny pack on the way home, <laughs> and then I ate it like three hours ago. I'm one of those guys now that has like the fanny pack that's over like one shoulder. It's kind of like a <laughs> crossbody bag. It. I was so scared to do it. Chick-fil-A my, sandwich in it. <laughs> yeah, and that like, and there were two um. Uh, Chick Fil A sauces. Like if someone were to punch me, like, "Hey, what's up? Did Good you to see the you." Sauces in there too. Yeah. Um, and I, on my walk on the way home, I saw a friend of the pod, Sammy Rajaratnam, and I, I didn't tell him that I had him in there because we hadn't seen each other in like a year. But part of me really wanted to like pull it out and be like, "Hey, can I interest you in a Chick Fil A sandwich?" People think you're. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. And I all. have like my phone and my keys and stuff like in my pockets because oh, there was no room because of the sandwich. <laughs> Good for Evan. He's being so right. healthy. Nobody know, knows body you body have a fried chicken sandwich <laughs> in your crossbody bag. And it's my second one. Um, Fashionable and good. sustaining. That's right. Evan, it's been, um, it's been an interesting start to the week. Yeah, anything I, going on for you, Matt? <laughs> especially online? Who knows? <laughs> you just never oh. know. Uh, we already know the title of the episode is going to be Scissorgate. And, <laughs> and that's because I experienced my first real, my first true pack watch. Yeah, you were the main character for, for a full two hours. Uh, it was, it was don't, let me correct you. It was a full four hours. It was a full four hours and it was oh. on pace to go much longer than that. Yeah. So well, hell. I, I need to contextualize this for those of you who don't know. God bless you. I'm sorry. I have to share this with you, <laughs> but there's context here. Okay. God, Give it to us. I was so mad at everybody blowing my shit up. Because there was real context, and stupidly, I did not provide it. But here's my platform. <laughs> I'm going to provide it, goddammit. Okay? You're like Clay Travis, who got in trouble like at a son's <laughs> baseball game. And yeah. And cleared stuff up on the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like Clay Travis. Okay. That's you. Cool. Love to hear it. <laughs> That's the meanest thing I've oh. ever said to someone. So, pretty, pretty new neighborhood, right? We moved in a year ago. Our neighbor across the way and caddy corner to us moved in, I'd say, four months ago, maybe five, maybe six. Who knows? I can't count. Uh, very odd dude. Okay. <laughs> um, was nice for a while. Okay. Then uh, he calls me uh, one night. I'd say after about a couple weeks living there. And uh, he says, hey, Matt, can you come over 
and wire up my cable box. And I said, well, no, not, not really. I'm kind of in the middle of getting the kids ready for bed or, or feeding them one of the two. And he goes, that's okay. Uh, can you come over? And in the same phone call says, okay, well, that's not a problem. Can you come over and program my irrigation controller? Cause I need the water to run tomorrow morning. And I said, Mike, no, I can't. I am, I'm right in the middle of it. But what I can do is later on tonight, I can send you some YouTube videos on how to do that. I was trying to nice. be nice and supportive and because, you know, older gentlemen, not technic technologically savvy to my knowledge. So I do that. Does he live alone? And no, he's married. Okay. And uh, he goes, well, could you just come over and do it? Like he got frustrated with me and said, hey, can you just come over and do it? And I said, no, Mike, I got to go. Bye. So things have been tense between me and Mike ever since. Well, Mike also has nothing else to do in his life. Okay. You can tell because he's out standing in front of his house doing nothing for 15 to 20 minutes every morning. Okay. Doing just standing in his driveway, not even drinking coffee, just standing in his driveway. <laughs> there are some mornings where he is cutting pieces of his lawn with scissors now let's just be very objective about this i don't have any pictures of that well let me hold on <laughs> let me just you wait but it's not like his yard looks fantastic it's not like he's wholesale a lawn guy it is just neatly trimmed <laughs> in some areas okay so <laughs> i'm doing this again and look is it nosy for me to look over there and be like, ha ha, Mike's being weird again. Of course it is. Every neighbor is nosy. Every neighbor judges their neighbors. Okay. Let's all put it out there. And let's be also really fucking clear. It is super weird to cut your lawn with scissors. Weird. Maybe he I was grounded. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your profession is. If, if it, it, it can be, you know, um, harmless enough, that's fine. But you have to deal with it being weird if you're going to do it. Okay. So Mike's yeah. out there cutting his lawn with his with his little scissors. And I snap a picture of it thinking, haha, some people online will also think this is weird. And we'll have they? three three minutes of ha-has and a couple faves, and we'll all go about our Mondays because we all do have things that we need to be doing. As opposed to Mike. Evan, what actually happened? So, well, you were given a Your raw deal. You were given a raw deal because um, we have some friends on the internet together that they I'm are... I'm not so sure that's the case anymore after what happened. Yeah, we know some people who are very um, hungry to see someone get embarrassed it's uh, very yeah. funny. Let's be clear. Yeah. When people it's very, it, it's very first Twitter, wave it friendship. Funny. It's yes. very first wave friendship. You know, we haven't gotten over that hump and it's fine. Um, so they put you in a goddamn pack. And yes, they did. Once I saw, okay, let's, let's do a little, a little game. When did you know you were in trouble? And I'll tell you when I knew you were in trouble. I knew shit was going bad when uh, a couple people retweeted. And people that I had never seen before on Twitter started really going at me. Like, 
maybe Matt, maybe you should shut the fuck up and get your own hobby. I was like, whoa, that, that took a <laughs> shift. And then when you refresh Twitter, like the native app on your phone, it says 20 plus notifications. Oh, yeah. That's yep. when I knew. When it started saying 20 plus multiple times in a row, that's yeah. when I knew it was going in a bad way. And then like, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who wore the colorful jackets in the NBA, his name is escaping me. Um, the sideline reporter, Carl Sager, Sagan? Sager? not Craig Carl Sager. Sagan. Okay. Craig that is Sager? the third time over the last three months you have accidentally referenced Carl Sagan, by the way, just Matt, either I, on I the pod or I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I have no idea who okay. that person is. Okay. Now we have to look it up. Um, color Craig, Craig, Craig Sager, Craig Sager, Sager. I know that his daughter yeah, has Craig a Twitter Sager. account that I found. Yes. And it was his daughter who is prominent on Twitter retweeted me. Uh, the the douchebag from OU, Eddie Radosevich. That's when I knew you were in hell. That's, I saw that, that was I knew probably when it happened because there are a lot of people missing front teeth who hopped into my mentions right after that. Well, I'm glad that you said that because I have something I would like to share. The Oklahoma football fan base on the internet is so interesting to me because they want nothing really? more than to agree with each other all day on something. Every day it's something and they all agree on it. Like, oh, that huh. player sucked anyway, or oh, didn't need him anyway, or oh, listen to this lame ass nickname I have for a former so coach. <laughs> you don't you don't notice a lot of infighting with them, is what you're saying? No, they they're a, they're a pile on community. They're a, and you know it's cool. Yeah. It's not even not even a critique as much as an observation. But they, uh, I don't want to. They're a big circle jerk community. You know, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and that's fine. But yeah. one night, once I and he's the he's king of the circle jerkers. So once he got it going, I knew I knew you were going to be cooked. And I know We're that you don't care enough. To, yeah. Well, and I know you don't care enough to delete something reflexively. Like I have deleted probably 500 tweets <laughs> immediately. Um, so I knew once you started to dig your heels in that we were in for a long morning. I, I accessed my in-flight Wi-Fi to keep tabs on it. <laughs> well, as, as a white man on the internet, I had to escalate the situation. So I turned, I steered into <laughs> it pretty hard. And the fir your first two follow-ups, I was like, oh no, Matt, what are you doing? And then that I, third I used one, this, that third I used one. this as an opportunity, <laughs> that's right, to parody the online notes app apology, the, the, <laughs> the very bad apology that's not an apology. So I had to parody that. And I already had plans to do a second notes apology. Uh, and then... I don't know how the idea came into my head, but I did the third notes apology in a screenshot of Kelly Rowland using a sidekick <laughs> and text message into Excel uh, as the third one. Um, I think so you de-escalated pretty well. <laughs> I had to because somebody <laughs> somebody said, hey, people might start swinging by your house. And maybe responding back to that with yeah come through if you want to was probably not the best <laughs> idea and some people <laughs> suggested i delete that and uh and i did and so you know we had our fun for four hours but it was it was intense there were people that were really mad about that tweet well you, you picture posted, of my neighbor doing something extremely weird you posted while some people were still eating breakfast i think that was your that's, problem that's probably true that's probably true uh, you know Anyway, um, I hope everybody enjoyed that. I had fun with it up until people started insinuating that people would swing by my house <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why, but um, anyway, do you? We weren't friends yet. 
Do you remember when I got put in a really big old pack a few years ago? It was on my birthday. I don't. I, I mixed I mixed up the characters' names on the Proud Family. <laughs> yes, I do remember this. And, I, and it was such a it was such an honest mistake. It was La Cienega Boulevardes, but I just I called her Penny Proud. And yep. I was having people telling me to kill myself for weeks. Yeah. Someone yep. said, "Mind cool. your Caucasian business, Herbert." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why that's why the people we know call me Lil Ev because someone quote tweeted it and said. This ain't the one for you, Lil Ev. <laughs> Some stranger. <laughs> so it's because the reason it was fun is because some of the people that were really on my ass about it were really funny with it, too. Yeah. So Twitter was a massive mistake, but there are some silver linings, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to get my, my side of the story out there. I'm not the weird one. Mike's the weird one. Well, okay. We honestly, I. If if I could stand talking to him for more than 15 seconds, I would invite him on the podcast. I, I truly would. I truly, truly would. I would need honestly the biggest barrier there was figuring out how to hook up two microphones to my laptop. That was the big what? deal. And teaching him how to download StreamYard, apparently. That would have been a whole other thing. Well, I, I yeah, I'm not sure he has working internet because I never went over there to hook up his cable box. So <laughs> he's just waiting. In other news, Evan, your buddy Dale's over here. here I know he's been there for a whole week. Can you believe he, it? Has it been a week? It'll I guess week coming tomorrow. Up on Thursday, yeah. Coming up on Wednesday or Thursday, yeah. Dale is um, a peculiar dog. Very lovable though. Mm -hmm. uh, he is not interested in really dealing with anybody while inside. Yeah. Although outside, he is a wild and crazy man. He he's he's Doctor he's you know he's Doctor Jekyll and Mister Dale. That's what he is. <laughs> Doctor Jekyll um, and Mister Dale. That's exactly right. He's a good boy. Um, you did send him over here with a collar on, right? I hope so. Actually, dude, yeah. I I have had him. It'll be five years next month, and he has the same collar on that he's had. Okay. Well, he doesn't have a collar on currently. I think oh, he's it was naked. Lost. I think it was lost in the backyard during a wrestling match of some sort. Okay. I'm gonna he's due. He's definitely due for a new one. Um, well, yeah, he seems to really like your dog, Albie. They seem to have yep. cozied up to each other. Um, both of them here, if you can see on the screen, both of them laying on the couch together after a long, hard day of playing. It was a little cooler last... outside today, so they, they got to play outside quite a bit. Nice. Uh, it's been really nice having him not here. Like I've, I've spent a few nights in Austin now in the last week here without him. Uh, yeah. Cause my trips are not lined up perfectly and I have gotten to lay in my bed diagonally for the first time since I was 23 years old, <laughs> but you kind of miss him, right? No, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're. Oh, practically here. He's a good dog. I just, I'm so needy as a person and he doesn't talk to me. He doesn't hang out with me. <laughs> He's staring bullets at you right now. He bides his time until I have decided it's time to go outside. Um, Fair enough. It. Fair enough. Speaking of going outside, I cannot. If you've been following along online, I have this massive pile of limestone rock in my driveway. I don't want to talk about it. Please stop talking <laughs> to me about it. I just wanted to tell everybody to stop talking to me about it. Yes, there are rocks in my driveway. I was yes, to come I over decided, and help. I, yes, I decided to try to move them to my backyard by myself. Yes, it was a giant mistake. Please stop talking to me about it. Evan, we got a ton of really good suggestions 
for the Baylor multiverse question that we put out. I'm excited. Um, I went on uh, my first date with my wife and man, definitely since the baby was born, but probably a month or two before that. And eh, maybe not. I think we went on a date like right before the baby was born, but mm-hmm. we went to go see multiverse of madness, which maybe we go hop on next time we go hop on one take. We can destroy that movie because it was very weird. <laughs> the third act was completely unnecessary. All that aside, it got me thinking if there are infinite universes, one, there's a universe where I'm slipping screens for Scott Drew and catching <laughs> p- uh, pocket passes and dunking, which is fantastic. I love to think about that. That's great. What sport is he coaching you in? Oh, that's a great little well, basketball. Obviously, <laughs> oh, okay. you can't change everything in every universe. <laughs> Come on now. Um, um, but I really enjoyed how many good suggestions that we got. And we've picked out three apiece, the ones that we liked, or the ones that we at least could generate the most uh, emotional of a reaction for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to go through those. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts, which is uh, uh, Your Kickstarter Sucks, they do something called the Six Pack every week, where they rattle off six different things. And so we're going to call this the Six Pack of Multiverse, the Multiverse IPA Six Pack, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Evan, I'm going to let you go first. What is the first okay. what if in the in the Baylor Athletics multiverse that you'd like to take? I'm glad you asked, Matt. The one that I am going to speak on is if what if Seth Russell doesn't get hurt either time. I have more thoughts about the first year than the second one. But uh, so Seth Russell doesn't get hurt. For those who don't remember, I was actually at this game. This game sucked. It was rainy. It was nasty. Um, we were against Iowa State at home. We were number two in the country when this game happened. Can you believe that? What a weird thing. Um, yeah, and that was our one two. We had been top five in the country the whole year until that point. You're talking about 2015. Yeah, we started out number four in the country, and we got as high as number two, um, and then we lost a couple games there at the end. But uh, this game, I remember a lot of funny things about this game. Um, I had a shift at Common Grounds like during the game, so I waited until the game was in hand, which was pretty late on in the game, and I like power walked from McLean Stadium to Common Grounds to start my shift. Um, but if Seth Russell doesn't get hurt. You walked all the way from oh, McLean from McLean Stadium, Stadium to Common Grounds to start work. Were we already playing in McLean in 15? Yeah, that was our second year there. That's a long-ass walk, dude. Yeah, I'm a real walker. Okay. You've been known that. Yeah, um, you are a hashtag real walker. So and if, if I, I, Russell, I just want to say real quick before you continue. <laughs> It is extremely funny and on brand that you worked at Common Grounds. Maybe oh, maybe yeah. not funny to a lot of people because it just makes logical sense. But oh, yeah. as somebody I, who frequented Common Grounds a lot, it's it's very funny to me. Please continue. And I uh, I I hung out there for like two years only. I only hung out there for like two years before I started working. So um, <laughs> yeah, that was my spot. I parked there every day of college for free. <laughs> every single day of college, I parked there at that La Quinta that's no longer there. At the uh, but one corner of campus, yeah, yeah. Continue. Uh, if Seth Russell doesn't get hurt, we 100% win the Big 12 and we go to the playoff. Let me tell you, let's talk about those last few games. After Iowa State, we went to Kansas State and Jarrett Stidham went the fuck off. I remember yep. thinking we were in very good hands against Kansas State. Um, Jarrett Stidham, before he broke his ankle the next week against Oklahoma, 
we were still humming, you know. They were still playing Bill Snyder ball where they would hold the ball the whole game and we like, you know, similar that to the was, 2013 game, um, you know, we had like five possessions and we just scored on them all and that's how we won. Kansas State fans, plug your ears. That was one of the most insufferable offenses I've ever watched. Awful. It they didn't really want to score. They, they wanted did not. Yeah, that's cowardly football. And I think that's my main that that's like my lasting picture of Kansas State. It's like it's just cowardly football. It's effective, but it's cowardly. It um, was effective. They're not playing that way anymore, which is cool. No, they're they're a little they're slightly more fun to play against now. Um, next week we had Baker Mayfield come to Texas. Um, I remember this game specifically because I was dating someone at the time, and it was her birthday. And she was her so birthday. nice. She was so nice to me. She came like she came to the game instead of doing birthday stuff. And I was such a dummy, man. If you remember that game, there was a long weather delay, like a long one. I seem to um, remember this, yes. We stayed the whole time. We stayed for that whole game. And then I was in a bad mood after. I, I did not – I did not – I was not a good boyfriend that day. But I was there, and that game was frustrating because we should have won. This, like if, if Jarrett Siddham wasn't on a hobbled ankle that whole game, we win that game. Uh, I'm sure of it. Was that a nighttime so, game? It was a nighttime game. Uh, we lose 44 I think I was on the berm for that game. And I think that was the closest I've ever gotten to getting into a fight at a college football game. With oh, yeah, there was a man missing a tooth that tried to fight you, right? I think you've told me this story. That is correct. That is uh -huh. correct. He did not like uh, me being loud. But that was college game day. It was, it was right. such a fun atmosphere. That, that day was so fun. Uh, Baker Mayfield had a couple, like, back-breaking throws to his tight ends. Yep, yep. Um, he, I feel like that was his specialty, finding tight ends after scrambling. Um go to Oklahoma state the next week, the Chris Johnson game. I wrote about it mm -hmm. last year. Yep. Um, that game was also incredibly fun. Chris Johnson was cooking because Jarrett Stidham had a big arm. Had a, he had a broken ankle and he played like shit the first half. So they yep. took him out at the end of the first half. They put Jarrett, Stidham, they put Chris Johnson in and Chris Johnson went off. He would have had more touchdowns. There, there was two fingertip drops that would have gotten more touchdowns. Uh, so I was, feel, I was still feeling really good about our playoff chances at that point. Sure. Uh, up next, we have the worst football game I've ever watched at TCU in like a torrential yep. downpour. We both I'm scored so glad I didn't the game. Know. I almost I went to that one. I'm very glad I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even take notes on this one. I just remember how painful this was. Yep. It was a nasty game. Devin Chafin got stopped on fourth and two to end the game in overtime. That mm, was nasty. Um, then Texas came to town the next week and killed ended chris johnson's career at baylor because he yeah. went to houston after uh yep. and we still almost beat them with Lynx yep. hawthorne the reason we lost that game i don't know if you're this map we lost that game because Lynx hawthorne threw three passes that were so bad yes. that they gave him an intentional grounding call yes <laughs> they were so bad yes. that we got penalized <laughs> now look <laughs> I, I would i could not do any better but it is still very funny Yes. Still very fun. Uh, no, he did great. I'm so glad he filled that role so well. But Texas did have a good enough team to to handle that um, that day. Um, and then we set the all time rushing record against a top ten team in a bowl game. Did that? So we we would have absolutely gone to the playoff. Not sure we would have won, but I'm not saying we definitely wouldn't have made the title game. I think that's my that's my prediction. We would have made the title game that year. Uh, we were all around pretty healthy except for the quarterback room and it, it dragged us to hell so we so win we we go to the if, playoffs if in we get in ohio state doesn't mm -hmm. and that means were, we that means we play alabama though 
But that was a vulnerable Bama. I think I think that that game. I don't know, would have dude. Been close. I think that that I think we would remember that game fondly. I honestly do. I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know if we beat them, but I don't think we get. I don't think we get uh, as they say Notre Dame. You know. Um. Um. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Two thousand weird football year. I, the yeah. the defining moment from that playoff to me was Oregon sacking Jameis Winston <laughs> in the middle of the sack. Jameis Winston throws it really high in the area or throws it backwards somehow as um, he's getting hit. Yeah. yeah. Very, very weird game. Okay. That, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think we make the playoff, but uh, I, I don't know that we beat Alabama. All right. Ready for I some do. more pain. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hit me. What's what you if got? Bryce Petty doesn't trip? I, I, I really don't know how the rest of the year plays out. Um, but I do know that I feel a lot better about life because <laughs> I I don't know that I've ever been more sad for a player mm-hmm. and and bad about just the whole situ- situation uh, after after that trip. So Baylor's number four. Uh, we were number <laughs> three. Moment, we were number three that game. I people. Because one and two lost, didn't they? I honestly don't remember. I, I'm pretty sure it was four, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. But I know Oklahoma State was at least number 10. I do know it was a top 10 matchup. And mm-hmm. we're in Stillwater and one yard away from the end zone, he he trips. Just, and of course, the, the thing is that there's a fumble on the play after. We could have easily still scored. Yeah. <clears throat> we give Shockland Wood. We give Shock Linwood a pass, and I don't know if I don't know if he deserves one in that play. Yep. We got to talk about Shock. Yep, it it's just Shock Linwood, one of my all time favorite running backs. By the way, I, yeah. I don't I don't really fault him for much in that situation. It's just Jim Grobe owes that man a couple hundred thousand dollars. Jim Grobe <laughs> kept that man from at least making a few practice squads. He's, He's blown it all on the all time rushing leader. He benched. That might be you might have more Jim Grobe beef than most people. Yeah, I do. I I just feel like, you know, we were in we were in a tumultuous situation, which is fine. He came in. He did one. He did not steady the ship like people like to pretend like he does. He didn't get his ass. He handed his ass over to Kendall Bryles who won six games to start the year, got his bonus to go to the bowl game, and then shut it down. You know how hard it is to go 6-0 and and then 0-6 and and then win the bowl game? Get him. We should have won nine games that year. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure the rest of the 2016 season goes terribly – or the what was it, 2018 season? Oh, it was I'm, 2016. Anyway. Um no, I'm for the 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 Bryce Petty. Um, oh, yours is 2013. For sure. Yeah, 2013. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm not sure it is, goes terribly different, but I feel a lot better about it. And that's the important part here. Evan, what's your next one? My next one is. I think I think the next one for me is if there wasn't COVID, does men's basketball win back to back natties? Um. I don't know if that happens, but I know for sure we would be on a three-peat for Big 12 teams winning the national championship. I think that year it was a two-horse yeah. race between us and Kansas. That Kansas team was extremely good. Extremely good. Um, and not just good, but with the individual talent that 
even this year's Kansas team did not have. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if we win. I know that we definitely were going to win the conference tournament, which we still haven't done. Um, yeah, I was, I was at work that day when they canceled the, because we were about to tip off. If you remember, we were about mm-hmm. to tip off in the first game of the tournament and my yep. office had already shut down for COVID, but we were still allowed to come in. And I was the only person who came in because I lived across the street. Um, so I was up there set up i was working but i had two different screens like i had logged into the computers and i had the games on and they canceled it and i was so sad that was that was probably the biggest moment for me where i was like okay there's some this is not this is not a two-week problem that we're running into um but that's not what we're talking about azabuki was just just a monster in college isn't he the guy that hits one with the chair who am i thinking of no that was um silvio de souza silvio de souza yep yeah um i think that baylor definitely makes the final four that year yeah i agree with that i agree with that the the baylor was was hot now um i think in a different multiverse if we if we win that year we don't win in 2021 no those guys those players leave exactly yeah exactly so So i'm i'm perfectly okay with the way it came yeah yeah i agree um Yep, that's all I got about that. Sticking with basketball for me. What if Quincy Miller stays at Baylor? Um, so I this is the one I did the most research on. And uh and I'll summarize it first and then we'll we'll dive into it. Um, but what I have written here, and I, I truly believe this, um, is who gives a shit? <laughs> I, I I don't know anything don't about care. this. This is this is new information. You don't remember you. Quincy Miller, just Look, no. I, I, I think I even wrote something for ODB about it, about how it was just a just complete shit show. He promises to come back, and then at a at a Baylor baseball game, and then like forty eight hours later he leaves. Which you're, you're entitled. You're entitled. I don't care. That's great. Go get your money. I'm very pro going professional, getting your money. That's great. Do that. And I, I, I don't even care about necessarily the, the changing your mind. That, that really doesn't bother me either. But like, you didn't do anything here, man. You didn't help that team hardly at all, in my opinion, right? The uniforms did more to help that team than you. Oh, like, those the, nasty Adidas uniforms that year, right? I liked them. Look, you I'm weird. Them? I liked them. I would never wear the ones with the sleeves, but I did like them. I thought they were, Adidas was trying new stuff, which I truly appreciated. But (laughs) that team was going to be the exact same with or without Quincy Miller. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. That's all I got. Don't care. Next up, Evan. Um, I only had two, Matt. That's not true. Oh, I have. Okay. Yeah. No, I think so. I'm going to start talking about one. You can cut me off if you really want to talk yeah. about it. Uh, yeah. What if Baylor doesn't let off the gas versus West Virginia in 2013? I love this one. For those who remember, so much. going into that game, we had beat the shit out of – you know what's funny? I'm about to talk like this Everybody. like a producer, but I didn't. I've just watched this whole season like 10 times. We had beat the <laughs> shit out of three tiny teams. One of them was a Buffalo team that had Khalil Mack at linebacker, and he had just won National Player of the Week against Ohio State the week before. So we pause, real quick pause. That's when I I was started to be impressed by this team. 
in, mm-hmm. in 2013, not because we beat Buffalo, but because of how we completely neutralized yeah. Quinnemack. It's not like we ran away uh, from him. We ran at him, but uh-huh. we just made him a complete non-factor. Anyway, continue. Yep. Uh, I could talk about this 2013 season probably for three hours if you let me go. Um, we started the year off with Wofford, and we beat the shit out of them. My favorite play from that uh-huh. game was Chris Chris McAllister tapped a pit or he tapped a pass to himself and scored. I had never yep. seen anyone do that before. Um, but if we don't let off the gas versus West Virginia, that was our first big, big home game. That was when we were starting to be like, okay, maybe we're good. Yep. ESPN all week was like, Baylor hasn't played anybody. We were not good. That, that was word that they said. Baylor's not going to play anyone. That was also the first Ted vid hype video. I think that popped off was that week. Shout out um, Ted vid. What, what a good dude. I, and I, I love Ted. That game was so fun because we, it was an ass whooping from the jump, but at one point it was seven, seven because Levi Norwood fumbled into the end zone on a punt. And that was the only offense they got all game. Um, Fun story about Levi Norwood. I uh, I almost sold him my PS2, but huh. he backed out of the deal. I yeah. sat behind him in speech class in the 10th grade, and he does not remember that. But I did do it. Um, Shout we've, out never sp- we've never spoken a word to each other. But um, I think we score 100 points, Matt. I think we score 100 points that game if we don't let up. I helped you out with the math here. Let me break this down for everybody. Let's assume that Baylor changed the game plan at halftime to a more conservative, uh, a more conservative game plan, right? It's not that we're not trying to score anymore. We're just being a little bit less risky with it. Okay. So Baylor leads uh, 28-0 in the first quarter, I believe. Yeah. And then we score in like the second play of the second quarter. Exactly. So at the end of halftime, Baylor has put up another 28 to lead West Virginia 56 to 14 in, in at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you extrapolate that Baylor absolutely scores a hundred points and yeah. it's, it's probably 112, maybe 115, maybe yeah. 115. So that- I, I absolutely think that Baylor scores a hundred West Virginia probably scores 50 just because our our defense gets tired, mm. but and, and we're probably playing third stringers at that point. But Seth Russell but, scored yeah. a touchdown in that game. Um, uh, Robbie good. Rhodes caught a pass in that game. Uh, I'm dude, just remembering I these things. In that game. <laughs> um, I'm looking up. I want to make sure that I have my seasons in order because I have something fun about this game. While you. you're doing that, I have a quick story about that game. It, was it near Halloween? I don't know if it was actually Halloween, but I think it was close um, to Halloween. It was my sophomore year. It was the fourth game of the season. It was like September the 18th. I'm going to guess. I think you, I think you might be exactly on point there. I'm not because... joking when I say I can tell you everything about this season. Okay. Anyway, so it wasn't close to Halloween. October 5th. Was... October 5th. Okay. Um, that game I'm watching at uh, our rental home in not the home that we're renting out to other people. We are renting this home from somebody else. Uh, in the medical center in Houston, and I'm sitting on my couch. And in the second quarter, I, I notice a bubble forming in the drywall on the ceiling oh. right in front of the TV. And I'm like, well, that's not good. We had just had a heavy rain. So I'm like, oh, it must be the rain. It's an older house. Let me do the thing where I poke a hole in it and drain it into a bucket. Now I'll continue watching this football game that I'm enjoy- enjoying so much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I do that. And then, uh, the 
the bubble like deflates, the water drains, cool, we're good to go. Uh, midway through the second quarter, the bubble gets really big again. Um, mm-hmm. I debate getting up to poke a bigger hole in it. The dog uh, was laying relatively close to the bucket where the water was draining into, mm-hmm. gets up and moves very quickly and abruptly. And about four seconds later, the ceiling crashes down in front <laughs> of the TV. Like a large section of the ceiling crashes down. So I didn't remember much from the second half, but um, good oh, stuff. Man. That game that was so fun. Stolen, uh, Matt, let me read to you the scores of the first five home games we had. Just our scores. We scored 69. We scored 70. We scored 70. We scored 73. And then we scored 71. That's craziness. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, Evan, you actually have another commitment to get to. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to get to the last one. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. This is really good. We're going to do another multiverse later this offseason. Well, I was just going to say that the game at home against Iowa State that year was the most fun I've ever had at a game. That was a blast. I didn't get to that game until uh, that was homecoming, if I recall correctly. We had a game-ending kick return by Corey Coleman. Yeah, I didn't get to that game until the second quarter because the lines are so bad. We'll talk about that later anyway. Um, Last one, and I think it's the one that everybody wants to know what actually happens. (laughs) What if it wasn't a charge? And I think Baylor played well enough to beat Duke in that game, but lost some confidence when that charge call was made. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was a charge call. In 2010, Duke, Baylor, if you didn't know, Quincy Miller gets called for a charge call, or Quincy AC gets called for a a charge call when, or a, 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 um, yeah, a charge, uh, offensive foul when it was shaky at best mm-hmm. guys i i don't know that baylor has the gumption to go win a, another two games but maybe it does and so to make everybody happy i will say baylor gets its first national championship and uh man it, the the whole landscape could potentially look different at you that think point, Scott drew is still here if he wins then i think it is way more likely that he's not mm-hmm because success came a lot quicker. That's all I'll say. I could be wrong about that, and I hope I am. No, I think you're right. It's turned out. I think he leaves definitely far before now <laughs> if they win. Uh, I, mean, I think we do win. We were the best team that year. I I think so, and it just it feels weird to say that, but I I think you're right. We were Evan. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. We're gonna have to do another one, and let's do a mailbag again really soon. Mm-hmm. So. If you are listening to this, please DM the Between Two Bears podcast account or my account or Evan's account. Uh, go use code BEARS12 at Home Field Apparel, and uh, I'll let you close us out, Evan. Yeah. But before, before I get to my last point, uh, I'll say, if any of you want to talk to me about the 2013 Baylor Bears football team, I can go for hours. So DMs are open. Let's, let's, talk, ab- let's talk about Wofford. Um, Matt, the Mets just finished a 10 game road trip against really good teams. Uh, and oh, yeah? we want, we want exactly half of them. And then we just followed it up with a shutout tonight over the Brewers. The Mets are good folks. We're the, we have the cool. second, we have the second. I'm sure they're, they're going to make the There's playoffs. only two teams with 40 wins right now. We're one I'm of them. Sure of it. Yeah, I'm go sure. Mets baby. All about the Mets. Good shit, man. 
Go hop on your All right, homie. I'll see you soon. Bye.